Welcome to the TNT Sports Show. I'm your host, Thompson Lord. Today we have <clears throat> sorry. Today we have Dan Kinnerski, King Kinnerski coming on the show. He is a hockey analyst at National Hockey Now. He's worked at 93.7 The Fan, NHL Home Ice, and Sportsnet Hockey Tonight. First, let's start with opening statements. Teddy, what's your opening statement for today? Um, well, my opening statement is the deadline is just under 24 hours from now. It is at 3 Central on Monday. And so I'm just going to give you the latest on the trades in uh, Major League Baseball. So um, the Orioles have traded away two of their pitchers. Uh, they traded starter Tommy Malone to the Braves and starter, or excuse me, reliever Michael Gibbons to the Rockies. Um, the Cubs got Jose Martinez for the Rays, career 294 hitter, so definitely known for his bat. And um, Mitch Moreland is no longer a Red Sox. He is with the Padres now. So those are, oh, yes, and Trevor Rosenthal, who has had a very good year for the Royals, got traded to also to the Padres yesterday. So my opening statement is about the quarterback situation at the Philadelphia Eagles. As you may or may not know, Jalen Hurts was drafted for the Eagles in the NFL draft in April. And Carson Wentz is already hurt. He has a minor, minor soft tissue injury, and the team is expected to be extremely cautious with him as camp comes to a close. Carson Wentz gets hurt a lot, but we have to understand, you have to understand that if Carson Wentz has a huge injury, the job is Jalen Hurts' Hurts's to lose. They also have a third string, Nate, um, sorry, Nate Sudfield, Nate Sudfeld, 26, was drafted by the Washington, Washington football team in 2016. But rest assured, if Wentz, if this injury is major, which it's likely not, but just throughout the season, Carson Wentz is likely to get hurt. So just be prepared for Jalen Hurts to at least make a few appearances this season. I think this is interesting because Hertz is a rookie. He's not expecting it to get the job. And at any, Philadelphia isn't a bad team. But Wentz is so injury prone that Hertz getting drafted by the Eagles shows the Eagles are really, really concerned about Wentz's health because Carson Wentz. He does get injured a lot, but he's probably top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He's a good quarterback, and the Eagles are a good team. It's it's rare for them to draft a QB, but Hurts will likely do well if he has the spot, which he likely will not. But this is just important because 
this is a little sneak peek of the NFL season. Yeah, just um, kind of to add on to that, I feel like that if, like you said, the injury doesn't seem to be a big one, but if it is and Wentz is out for eight, nine games or something, then you have to think that that would really favor the Cowboys because that division is notoriously weak with Washington and the Giants really not being, they have not been that good for quite some time. And um, it, it's, it seems to me that it's pretty clear that there's probably not going to be a wild card team from that division. It's possible. But last year there wasn't, there was the top two teams were the Eagles and the Cowboys. They were nine and eight and eight. So I just feel like that if Wentz's injury turns out to be more serious than they think, that could be big for the Cowboys as well as the Eagles. Yeah, but we we don't really know how Jalen Hurts is going to turn out because Jalen Hurts could be an amazing quarterback at professional level. He was great in college. So I think there's just this uncertainty looming around the Eagles quarterback situation because – if Wentz is seriously injured, will Hurts start? And if Hurts will start, is that is that a good thing for the Eagles? Is that a bad thing? I think this is similar to when the Eagles had Nick Foles. All of that uncertainty around the quarterback situation. I think Wentz deserves the starting job. I think he deserved the starting job when Foles was there. But he just gets injured so often that there's this clouds cloud of uncertainty surrounding the eagles in that position yeah i i just feel like the yes you're right hertz could have a hertz could do very well in his amount of playing time but i just feel like the eagles would be more comfortable with maybe someone like nick Foles in this situation rather than a rookie who hasn't appeared in an nfl game before but uh this is all hypothetical, assuming Wentz's injury is worse yeah. than it is, which it's probably not even. Yeah, even for Carson Wentz. Welcome back to the TNT Sports Show. Joining us next is Dan Kingerski. Our, I already introduced him a little bit, but he's the president of the Nat, National Hockey Now. He has worked at 93.7 The Fan, NHL Home Ice, and Sportsnet Hockey Tonight. We're going to be phoning him. Hi, this is Thompson. Welcome to the program. Hi, Thompson. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So, the second round of the NHL playoffs are underway. Which teams are expected to go, expected to come out on top? Oh, well, yeah, they, they are underway, Thompson. Um, I, I like Las Vegas, and I do like Colorado to advance in the, uh, in the West. And I like uh, New York, and um, 
Tampa Bay in the East. Mm-hmm. So out of out of the teams you, you listed just then, who do you think is most likely to win? I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear you there. Out of the teams you just listed, who would you, who who is your pick if you have one? Uh, all of a sudden, you're very distant. I, I apologize. I can't hear you. Okay, sorry. He 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 was just asking, what's your pick for the Stanley Cup out of the teams that you just oh. listed? Oh yeah, you know there's there's three really good teams with Tampa Bay, Vegas, and Colorado. Um, I think Tampa Bay looks the best right now. Mm-hmm. So the NHL did not have games on Thursday and Friday due to the shooting of Jacob Blake. What's the latest? Sorry, man. Oh, uh, well, I'm probably not the best person to ask about that. I'm just uh, a hockey writer. Obviously, I'm following the news out of Wisconsin like everybody else. The players did hold a moment of reflection before the games on Saturday after they boycotted uh, the games on Thursday and Friday. And I think uh, from here, it will be a, a social issue, less so than a sports issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you cover the Pittsburgh Penguins for National Hockey Now. How did the Penguins do this year, and how are they expected to do next year? Well, they didn't do very well this year. They lost in the qualifying round, which was both an upset and very – uh, disappointing the organization. They're going to make a lot of changes. Their owners aren't very happy, and and neither is the management. So uh, you're going to see, you know, they already made one big trade, and I think you'll see a couple others next year. Uh, we don't know yet. Um, every great team has the decline, and I think the Penguins are in that that mode of of declination. So they're going to make a few more trades this off season, and I'll answer that question for you after we see the final roster. Mm-hmm. So David Pasternak has been a favorite for the MVP of the NHL season this year. Who do you think will become MVP? And who's the favorite for the Stanley Cup? You said those three teams, but who do you think is yeah. most likely to come through? Oh, okay. Well, I do like uh, Pasta for the uh, Hart Trophy. If I had to bet on one, I think I would bet on Vegas right now. That's pretty. That's funny. Betting on Vegas. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great to talk with you. Okay. Take care. Bye. Welcome back to the TNT Sports Show. Let's talk about the NBA. <clears throat> so. Today, sorry. So right now, the Clippers are leading the Mavericks fifty to forty-seven. If the Clippers win this game, they've won the series and will go on to. Um, I believe they all go on to face. I'm 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 actually not sure who they'll go on to face. Daddy, can you give us the latest on what's been going on in the NBA? 
Um, so there is three first round series still left. The Clippers and Mavericks, like you said. Um, there is the Jazz and the uh, Nuggets. The winner of that will play the winner of the Clippers-Mavericks series. And um, tomorrow, there is the Rockets and the Thunder. Um, all the Eastern Conference series are done. Three of them being sweeps. Uh, and Milwaukee beating Orlando 4-1. to one. So five, six, or excuse me, four, six, seven, and eight seeds were 1-16 and 16 mm-hmm. in round one. The Heat, I don't know if you could call it an upset, but they were the lower seed than the Pacers, but still swept them. Yeah. They were about evenly matched coming in. People thought it would be, I thought it was going to go seven personally, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely surprising. The Pacers coach, I believe, was fired. Yeah, he was. After that. Such a disappointing end to a season that there was a lot of progress in that Indiana Pacers team organization, I guess you could say. So I just wanted to make some predictions about what will happen in these remaining uh, qualifying round games. I think that the Clippers will beat the Mavericks. I think that the Mavericks are too much, they're too reliant on Luka Doncic. I've liked the Clippers for for a pretty long time. I don't think they're going to win. I think it's going to be the Lakers, but I do think that they'll go pretty far. Um, I think the Jazz Nuggets is actually something that's a lot more interesting than most people think, because I think... Did the Jazz open a 3 nothing lead, 2 nothing lead? They were definitely dominating at the start of the series. But the Nuggets have come back strong. Personally, I think that the Jazz are going to go through. Ben Anderson has uh, convinced me. I, I just think that... The Nuggets haven't been... They have not been very sharp since the restart. The Jazz have been good. And... I, I, do, I don't see the Nuggets, even if they do beat the Jazz, I don't see them going far. I don't see the Jazz going far either. I think the Clippers can easily in- eliminate both of those teams. Rockets, Thunder. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that the Jazz will win. I think that they'll finish up tonight. Uh, I I don't think, I think the series with the winner of this Clippers Mavericks series, I think that the Jazz might be able to win a couple games, but I don't really think that they're gonna, that they have enough to beat the Clippers if they, if they can't beat the, or, or, no, I don't. Yeah, I think the Clippers are a much tougher team than the Nuggets, so that'll it'll be definitely a cha- it'll definitely be a challenge for them to go far. Yeah. So Rockets Thunder, I think that this is this has become closer than I thought it would be. I think that I was kind of expecting the Rockets to sweep or win four one. I still think the Rockets are winning this game. As I said, well, I I didn't say this on air, but 
Lou Dort has been good defensively. ASU, he played for ASU as a rookie this year, has been great defensively. Everyone's that's talking about how great he did defensively. <laughs> but offensively, he really has been lackluster. I think he went, went like 0 for 6 yesterday or whatever, two few days ago for from 3. He, I think that the fate of the Thunder depends on Lou Dort. And I don't think they're great odds. I like Lou Dort, but offensively he's been so inconsistent. And James Harden, James Harden still crossed him up a fair few times. So I think the Rockets come out on that. So yeah, I agree. Would the Rockets play the Lakers then? Yes. If the, if they win, they would play the Lakers. Yeah. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be go go to seven games for three Lakers. I just like the Lakers. Um, I haven't liked them. I I didn't really like them before the NBA is back, but they're so dominant. I don't see any team stopping them in the West. And in the East, the Raptors looked weak yesterday. I don't think the Celtics have it. What? I mean today, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Celtics have it in them. And you know my opinions on the Miami Heat. Yes. And we know well, their opinions as well. I think the Celtics will come out in this um, against the Raptors. I'm not a huge Raptors fan, to be honest. I'm not a huge Bucks fan either. And I'm, I don't really like the Celtics that not much. It. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll have to see... In the first playoff, in their first playoff series, the Bucks played really bad in the first game, and people kind of overreacted. I, I, I feel like I kind of did also. People kind of overreacted. Yeah, completely about the agree loss. with that. Thought, completely oh, agree. Yeah. Wow. Completely. Bucks, Bucks aren't that good. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. They, they can't even beat yeah. the Magic. But mm-hmm. they, they looked strong in the last four games, and I feel like they're going to be a tough opponent. For the Heat, I think either way, I'm still picking the Heat. Um, but either way, I think it'll be a good series. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It, it was also kind of the same with the Lakers, because they also dropped their first game. And, same. Uh, yeah. Portland just didn't look good in the last four games of that series. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, not to toot my own horn, but I think that people vastly overreacted to both of those like it's gonna be like oh the top seats they did so bad in the they did so bad in the bubble magic gonna win but in the end of the day at the end of the day these are better teams and yeah i feel like just the yeah because the playoff series are so long it just really the best team is going to come out on top and the bucks were just the better team Definitely. I that's I think that's what's going to drive these NBA playoffs. Which teams are better? Because that this is something that I like about the NBA, um, the MLB, American sports, except the NFL. This what I, what I like about it is having that seven game series or the potential of having a, a seven game series. It just proves like. 
in the NFL, a fluke team can go because, like, the Eagles, they were flukes, I, in my opinion. I think if, if it would have been the NBA or MLB format, they would have burned out in first, second round when they won the Super Bowl. So I think the best team will win, and the best team's the Lakers. I feel like that that's definitely, or I see what you mean, that there isn't, it's pretty, it would be pretty strange for a fluke team to even win a series in the NBA. But I just, I don't really think that would make sense for the NFL because they just need more time to rest than MLB and NBA because it's a lot more physical. No, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I wasn't proposing that as an idea. Like sixteen games is already pushing it for for um, for people in the NBA. I completely agree. For I mean, people in the N- NFL. But I was just applauding the system in baseball and specifically basketball. Yeah, I have to say something that I have liked with these. Um, uh, with, with these NBA playoffs is normally the NBA playoffs take like a month and a half or something. I mean, it's because all in MLB, the last three series, the championship series and the world series are for our best of seven. But in the NBA, every single round is a best of seven. So that just means the playoffs take a really long time, but they're playing on, less rest now i believe that the goal i I think they're playing like every other day so i i have to say i kind of i i I like that format a little more Mm -hmm. than the usual one Mm -hmm. yeah so uh moving on to mlb then Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, again, I, I've been tooting my own horn this entire episode, but I'm going to continue to do so. So, at the beginning of the MLB season, or the MLB, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. The MLB season, the first, whatever, 10 games, 5 games, the Rays were not very good. And everybody was like, oh, the Rays are very good, they're super overrated, um, or no, not that, but... My prediction was that the Rays were going to do really well in the restart. And here they are, doing well, doing better than the Yankees. First in the AL East. That's been a pleasant surprise for me personally. Something I also wanted to highlight is the downfall of the Twins. Now they're in third in in the... um. The AL Central, two games back from the division-leading Indians. A lot of yeah. people think... Yeah. A lot I, of people I think... I was just going to... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, to add on to that, yesterday, the Twins lost both ends of a doubleheader. And then they lost today. All of them to the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. So just... Yeah. And I, this is... A lot of people think that this is a strong division myself included i used to think this is strong but in my in my mind it actually looks pretty weak like the indians aren't great i think the white Sox are the best best team in this division and the white Sox have had their moments but they're they're not a very consistent team 
Tigers Royals have always been not great. Twins have had Twins have done best overall, but it seems like last year was a fluke. And the Indians are always in the playoffs and they never do anything. So that that's just my mind. Well, I feel like in the six divisions in the LB, there are three that are just really, really weak. And I'm talking about, I'm actually not including the AL Central in this, because on paper, the AL Central is actually very good right now. They have three teams in the White Sox, Twins, and Indians above, okay. that are quite a bit above 500, yeah, and the Tigers are at 500. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Not to interrupt you, but I think that, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is similar to the NL East. But it's worse than the NL East because the NL East, there are a lot, like, three teams all hover around 500, and that's all jolly and good. But they don't have a great team. You could argue the Braves. The Braves last year did well. But I don't think in the AL Central they don't have that great team. With the AL, with the NL West, it's the Dodgers. The AL East, it's the Yankees. They're not showing it. But... um these good divisions, they all have one strong team and a couple of solid teams as well. It's not the same thing in the AL Central. Yeah, I I, I think personally, I feel like the weakest division is is the AL West. Well, actually. I think it's for me. It's a tie between the AL West and the NL Central because the AL Central they have some teams that you think like everyone's sleeper pick to win that division was the Reds, and the Reds have not played well. They're in, they're sitting fourth right now, four games below five hundred, and I don't know. I just I haven't been impressed by them so far. They have one team, the NL Central has one team above 500, the AL West has two, but after after that, the Rangers are 12 and 20, the Mariners are 13 and 22, and the A's are 12, sorry, excuse me, the Angels are 12 and 22, and now the A's are having COVID problems, so I'm not sure how that division is going to turn out really. Well, I halfway agree with you. I agree that the AL West is in shambles. But I think that the NL Central, they might have underperformed this year in whatever, 30 games, and they haven't done great. But I still think that this is a, this is a division with a lot of potential. The Cubs are good. The Cubs are a good team. I think they're solidly good, like top 10, maybe top 5 teams in the, in the league. The Cardinals had coronavirus problems, and they're not doing great. And none of these teams are doing great, but I think that the Pirates are the only team in this division that in 2021, there's no chance they're going to win the division. The Brewers are a good team. They're not performing like it. The Cardinals were great last year, and the Cubs are solid. So I kind of halfway agree with you. They're not doing great in 2020. That's true, but I don't think that this is the weakest division in baseball. Well, I I would 
wouldn't say that it's the weakest division in baseball. I'd say that the AL West is. But I just, I don't think, I would not call the Brewers a good team. I just wouldn't. They have some good hitters. Yelich, I, I guess. You in guess? His career, you he's been guess. a good hitter. Oh my God. You guess? Christian Yelich. But, I mean, they have, they have no, they have, their starting pitching has been really bad. Josh Hader had one of the worst relief performances of his career last night. You could debate it was the worst. He faced six batters, walked five, and lost his team lead against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, and he's supposed to be their best reliever. So I'm. their hitters are definitely the strength of their team. I feel like it would be nice if they could get up pitching here at the trade deadline. But I just don't like the Brewers. I think... They're 15 and 17 right now. I think that they'll finish about there. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So that's my prediction on that. Well, I don't know. I think they, they, they definitely have good hitters. Yelich, obviously, top five hitters in the league, I believe. Eric Sogar, Ryan Brown. And Hayter had a bad performance, yeah, and he hasn't done great this year, but I still think this is top 10 relief pitchers in baseball. He's a good pitcher. He made a mistake. Chapman's been making mistakes. He made a mistake uh, two days ago or whatever. He blew the lead. I think that the the Brewers aren't performing well, and they lost Mike Moustakis, correct? Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, that was a big hit. That was a big loss. But I I think that Yelich at his best can carry this team pretty far. And I don't think it's a weak division, but I think if the Cubs go on a losing streak, the the Cardinals don't do super well, this, this team can go in the playoffs. Well, I, I feel like you, you said when Yelich is at his best. This season, he's hitting two oh two. Fine, I'm not saying he's at his best. Look, I'm not. I'm not debating how good a team's doing right now. I'm talking about their potential and how they are as a team in general. Well, but potential doesn't really mean that much, okay. especially in a short season like this. If you're saying, "Oh, yeah, this this team could be good down the stretch," that doesn't really mean that much. And Hater, yes, last year. He was very good, and this year he's done pretty well. But last, you mentioned that Chapman made a mistake. Yeah, he did. But one home run, one pitch, one pitch, can and be- it, that's it's that's more a good job by the batter. Walks are just a bad job by the pitcher. Josh Hader last night threw twenty three balls in thirty two pitches. That's twenty three mistakes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't really say it's twenty-three mistakes. A ball is not necessarily a mistake, but I I agree they're not performing super well. But this, I think that there are divisions worse at past the AL West. I mean, I I as I said, I think that the AL Central last year, if you're looking at last year, the NL Central is better than the AL Central every day of the week. Yes, the NL Central is not super strong, but they, I don't want to say potential again, but the Cubs are a good team. The Cubs are a good team. The Cardinals did well last year. They have, they have, they can do well. 
and the Brewers have Yelich. The Brewers have top five best player in the league. I don't, I don't like saying this, but I think that the Brewers might come become the Angels, have one good player, and the rest of the team fall apart. So I think that you're right in that point. Yeah, I, I feel like. I wouldn't say the NL the NL Central could definitely be an exciting division because a lot of the teams aren't that good. The NL Central has the worst winning percentage of any division in baseball, but the, it, it's going to be close because the Cardinals, the Brewers, and the Reds are all sitting around the 500 mark. So the Cubs, I'm assuming the Cubs are going to win that division. I just can't see any of the other three teams going on a run like that. But I feel like the other three teams, I think only one of them is going to make it. But I think I honestly couldn't say who that team is going to be. I don't think it's going to be the Brewers, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this episode of the TNT Sports Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Have a great week. See you next time.